Join us in Life After Dark. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to yet another episode of Life After Dark. As you heard in the intro, if you guys are new here, this is a comedy paranormal podcast where we try to cover anything from ghost stories, UFOs, conspiracy theories, or even maybe dabble into some true crime here soon. But if you read the intro or whatever, you'll know what we're going to get into today. I'm here joined with my co-host, Jesse, the main brain McLean Shane. And in the live studio audience, we have The Caliber. Or 50 cal. (sighs) Insert applause here. Dustin couldn't make it tonight. And like always, at this point in the show, we like to thank Juanil Chavez for creating that intro music. Thank you, Juanil. Shout out. Such an awesome show or uh, intro music. You've heard of Cal before, haven't you? Yeah. He gave us a head nod. He said, yeah, thumbs up. Thumbs way up. Two thumbs way up. Ebert and Robert over here. Oh, they... He touched the ceiling with his thumbs just now. You guys missed it, but I wish you guys could see this. We'll get a a video recording session here soon. Um, Don't you guys worry your pretty little heads? But at this point, also, we would like to switch into our next segment, which is... The Demon Child and His DMs. So I will be giving him a call here. So hang tight. Call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging... How dare he, he, how dare he do us like this? One more time, one more time for the pimps. His pimps. Our call has been forwarded to an How dare he, it must be either, oh, Cal said he's either smashing or he's dashing, you know, something's probably going wrong, you know, he's probably just, or he's, what was that, Cal, he's getting smashed, is that what you said? Jesus, dude, okay. (laughs) All right, we'll try to call him next time, Um, clearly he's he's not a real one, so um, from here, we'll jump into our topic, which is... Black eyed children. Now, the Wikipedia definition of black eyed children is black eyed children or black eyed kids are an American contemporary legend of paranormal creatures that resemble children between the ages of 6 and 16 with pale skin and black eyes who are reportedly seen hitchhiking, begging, or they are encountered 
on the doorsteps of residential homes. So in other stories, it's it's like these these little kids, these black-eyed kids, they um, just randomly in the middle of the night, they'll show up on your doorstep. They'll be knocking on your door or tapping on the windows or they'll be ringing your doorbell and they'll they'll ask for permission to come in and they'll say it all softly like i need help kind of distressingly pretty much all of the stories that we have are of people who have denied the black-eyed children and the reason why that we don't have any people who have opened the door and let them in is because there are no survivors Oh, I always thought that, uh, I just thought that they like, there's something off about them, right? Like they're at your door asking for like help or like, I need to use your phone or can I come in? I need help or whatever. But, but there's always something not quite right. Yeah. You know, like people, people get like that feeling of like, uh, I want to say like maybe something wrong, but at the same time, it's almost like they get, a mesmerized you know yeah you kind of have you heard that yeah yeah like I've they're almost kind of stars. like in a trance like state mm-hmm. they're like kind of like i don't know what they're doing with how they're doing it you're kind of like i don't know entranced by them and they're like telling you to like open a door let me in you know let us come in and some people like at the last second i don't know they like have this like feeling of dread or something and they like yeah. snap out of it and they like slam the door, say, no, get out of here or whatever. You know, that's kind of like some of the stories I read about them. That's sort of like how people kind of describe their experience. Yeah, there. I remember listening. I think it was on Scared to Death. Remember they were talking about how people would answer the door, but then they would have to like invite them in. Yeah. And that kind of almost goes back to like a like a demonic kind of spirit or like. I mean, but then again, there's like, like what people call uh, like hitchhikers. Asking, and then they like start demanding. Yeah. Like you have to let it in. You can't just like ignore yeah, yeah. it or like deny it or whatever. Like, like they, the more you deny them or say like go away, the more aggressive they get. And they say like their voices change and they don't seem very childish anymore or childlike. I should say. Yeah. They're like voices get like. I don't know, start sounding more like demonic maybe. Yeah, yeah, like more growly or gravelly or whatever. kind of like that weird. When I think of that, I feel like I sound like like weird, weird kind of like multi-layered sounding voices, you know what I mean? Like where they kind of like start to almost project more sound or sounds than they should be. When you're saying weird, I was thinking that they sounded like Weird Al. (laughs) I was like, no, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) Then that made me think of um, when he does his uh, Amish Paradise, Paradise. and then Time Suck, and like uh, uh, I think there was like on another podcast I was listening to, they were interviewing. I thought you were going to talk about Dan Cummins' jokes about the Amish. Yeah, it reminded me of that. But then there was another guy. There'll be no fresh uh, butter this morn. (laughs) And he's like talking about them, and he's like, he said they're all their last names start with a dia. Yeah. Uh, end with a dia. <laughs> the dia. Another another thing made me think about that is like we have like like Hooterites, like tame kind of more like they're not as like strict. Yeah, strict as they don't shun like electricity and new Yeah. 
newer inventions like automobiles and stuff like that. And when TimeSec was doing their episode about him, it reminded me of like uh, that movie The Village a little bit, kind of like that. Yeah. But at least I got to go on Rumspringer. That's when Cal would have shined. He's still on his Rumspringer right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of the ones that... Cal's going to get a shirt that says Rumspringer never ends. Bangkok still has him. <laughs> Rumspringer forever for Al. There you go. <laughs> oh, man, we got to get a T-shirt with your face on it that says that. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, new merch coming out soon. You guys watch out for that. <laughs> yeah, you should look up that uh, Amish. I don't even know what the title of that stand-up bit is, but I did watch it, and it's freaking <laughs> hilarious. He's like, that's actually probably really offensive to Amish people. He's, I don't know what they're... He said that his his all his uh, knowledge about what Amish life is probably like comes from the movie with uh, Randy Quaid and Woody Harrelson, oh, yeah. Kingpin. Kingpin. <laughs> no, but I guess that's actually pretty accurate because he did a whole Time Suck episode about it, and uh, he had like people that... Uh, did Rumspringer but never went back mm-hmm. and oh, yeah, they um well 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 they said that that's fake and but uh the kids but they said that uh well they didn't really say it's it it's that fake what they said is like it's more scripted and they like they tell these kids you have to do this you have to do this and they they've never been lived in this real world before so they just do it just for the money and they go back and they try to break other people out that don't want to get out and get caught and stuff like that but but i guess jesus take us back we digress let's uh um yes Let's jump back into the Black Eyed Children. There's so many stories, but we haven't like, uh, and does I don't think there's been any like local sightings that I know of or experiences. It'd be kind of interesting to know if they're more. Well, we back did. East. We did have on our on our listener um, episode like our submissions. Yeah, we had one person that um, submitted that uh, they kind of had something put on them. And that was following them. And uh, it was like at their door and like begging to come or trying to have them open the door so that they can go in to the house. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like that, but it wasn't in the shape of a child or a black eyed child. That's sick. So maybe if it's like a, like a, um, like it, where it just takes on the form of which you find kind of like scary, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't really have a true form. I don't know. Maybe they're like, <clears throat> to us, children kind of seem to be like innocent. innocent, but they always kind of have that same look. Like, I don't know, blonde hair. Isn't that something? Yeah. Well, accounts vary. And then yeah. like straight up pure black eyeballs. Yeah. Kind of like those eyes. All black and lifeless like. <laughs> That's on Jaws, remember? Have you ever seen the shark's eye? Kind of like those eyes. But anyway, but yeah. I'm going to throw some reverb under that. It's going to sound real awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe the the accounts seem to be pretty similar though. So it's either you're dealing with this uh, similar entity Mm -hmm. that are kind of like related. Like that's their chosen form for some reason. They decided to choose that form and they're kind of sticking with that for the most part. Maybe because it worked. Maybe not so much anymore Mm -hmm. because... 
so many people are just like really leery because we're, we're here we're, we're creating awareness and we're creating outreach so just don't don't open the door for any black-eyed yeah. children in the middle of the night you guys that's that's all we're here that's what we're here for so, always ask who their mom and their grandma is yeah so say so, uh who's your mom who's your grandma Oh, okay, I know you. Then then follow that up with Did you know you're my relative? Yeah. Mm. What if what if what if there's like like a like a you hear a voice outside your window and you like get super scared like, like it's calling like your you name? Did, like you did with <laughs> 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 you already told the story. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember when we told it, but uh, you guys <laughs> Oh, was it? Okay. So find a Halloween episode. It's probably um, what this stems just from. A sh- just a short recap, though, yeah, that yeah, Zach was asleep. Zach was asleep. Cat was my black eyed child. And, <laughs> and he woke up in, in the dark morning hours, and somebody was at his window calling his name, and he freaked out, told our dad, and our dad went out there, and Cat was out in the back trying to get in. His <laughs> ripped titty is still on Rumspringer. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta just tap the window. Tum, tum, I was tum, scared, tum, tum, man. Guy, you can't be scared. I was living with sleep paralysis that whole oh, yeah, year. That's true. That's true. God, you didn't know where the spare key was? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I already he took it. You already took it. <laughs> they got rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to teach him a lesson. Oh my gosh. So I guess that's my um, moved it. personal story. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Me and Cal before this, we were watching uh, a PBS short video on YouTube, and this guy was kind of talking about how he had an encounter and sat outside of in his vehicle. These two children knocked on his door, like they just kind of appeared, and he just like rolled down his window just a little bit just to be like can i help you and they were like like could you give us a ride or could you give us some oh oh, oh, what it was they're like can you give us some money so that we can um watch the next showing of whatever movie was going on and he was like oh you're not gonna make it the movie already started and so he's like you guys better go home it's late and then they were like can you let us in can you give us a ride home and he was like no you guys need to go home you guys need to leave, kind of like, trying, just trying to brush him off, and he was just sitting there on his phone. Then pretty soon they started pounding on his window and, like, yelling, and their voices changed, like, like what you were talking about. They kind of went deeper, had some reverb, like, kind of thing. Yeah. And um, he freaked out through it and drive and drove off from the parking lot. That was, like, kind of his experience. And <clears throat> pretty wild, pretty radical. That's the story you found? No, no, that was that was just one that was on PBS today on like one <coughs> video that we watched. It's like the first uh, well documented event on the internet. You might as well just just drop this on. No, I'm telling you, so you can definitely. That's what it was. That was yeah. on PBS. Yeah. And they had like a segment called Monsters where they talked about like different folklore <laughs> on PBS Montana. I was just PBS on YouTube. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Channel 16-1? A- AMC. They're outside it. Uh, Shiloh 14. <laughs> but that, uh, I mean, that that's just kind of one of the little stories. Like, that. that's just kind of what I remember off the top of my head. I Let's see here. 
this one is a. Uh, it says the chilling legend that began in Abilene. Abilene is in Texas. It says every Halloween, Texans get ready for trick-or-treaters by stocking up on candy, setting up pumpkins, and touching up the Halloween decorations. But if you've heard stories of one terrifying folk phenomenon, you might be wary of certain trick-or-treaters, the black-eyed kids. There are dozens of stories circulating, each of them separate instances and not just occurring on Halloween, but all of them follow a very similar pattern. Kids with completely black out, blacked out eyes arrive at someone's home or vehicle, knock on the door, and insist upon being let inside. Anyone who encounters them almost immediately begins to feel an overwhelming sense of dread. Besides blacked out eyes, these children, usually between the ages of 6 and 16, typically appear normal. Sometimes their clothing is outdated. In extremely unusual instances, people have reported talon-like feet. What? Overall, though, they look like normal kids in a way that's what is scariest about them. While it may not be the earliest sighting of all time, the earliest reported sighting was in 1996 by Brian Bethel, a journalist from Abilene, Texas. In Bethel's report, he describes a late evening out in his vehicle. He had stopped in a parking lot near a movie theater. That's this must be the guy that your video is about. He stopped. He stopped in a parking lot near a movie theater to write a check. He was so absorbed in this that he didn't notice two young boys approach his car. He didn't notice until the older boy tapped on the driver's side window. Bethel rolled down his window, and noted immediately a soul-racking fear, though he couldn't understand why. The older brother said that he and his brother wanted to catch a movie but had forgotten their money at home. Could Bethel give them a ride? They assured him that it wouldn't take long. They were just two kids and that they didn't have a gun. Bethel found the assurances unnerving and noted that the last showing of the film they wanted to see had already started and would be nearly over by the time they could drive anywhere and get back. In his recount of the incident, he stated that when he broke eye contact with them, his fear became all-encompassing and it wasn't until he broke eye contact that their eyes became completely blacked out. The older boy began to get frustrated when Bethel made excuses for not giving them a ride and said they couldn't get into the car unless Bethel said it was okay. After that, Bethel tore out of the parking lot. To this day, he still stands by his story. Yeah, that's the story. It's easy to disbelieve Bethel's story that the internet has made growing new legends relatively easy with sites like Creepypasta and subreddit No Sleep, both full of stories about black-eyed kids. However, Bethel's story predates these websites. It wasn't until his story became more widely known that lots of folks came forward with their own black-eyed kid encounters. Some of them take place in Texas. There's a couple stories dating back to 1974 and 1950 in other countries. They became such a popular phenomenon, whether real or purely web-based, that a movie came out about them in 2015. Supposedly, the kids are more likely to approach people who already know about them. So on Halloween, as trick-or-treaters wander by your doorway, keep an eye out for soulless black eyes and the feeling of dread. Even if you happen to encounter one of these otherworldly children, do not let them into your house. It could be costume contacts, but it's better to be safe than trick. Mm. Mm. That story is before the internet website, wow. websites. 
like a lot of stories are too but i mean the internet does have a habit of like creating like they, they, things they like created that. um slender man um the russian sleep experiment um like those are all creepy that's creepy and that russian sleep experiment one. but that's like i scary. like i always say like the fact that there's creepy pastas out there means that there's like creepy spaghetti sauce so um you guys watch out or marinara whatever you guys use i was combing through like some reddit threads and reading some of the stories and there were some pretty interesting ones so i figured we could just read some of those stories just to kind of send some chills down some people's spans and um did you bring anything to kind of no i didn't no i didn't do you have a story before you want to start i didn't bring any stories you want to read i'll read one reddit story you want to read another something like that or how do you want to go yeah go ahead and start i'll just listen all right so this one just to give it a little bit of like before i jump into it there's like a uh this kid's uncle and he's just kind of retelling the story that his uncle told him because his uncle is like a long-haul trucker yeah and um that's all i'll give you for right now just to set it up i guess the story is called my uncle's black-eyed children encounter my uncle told us a story in the mid 80s about a run-in he had driving from nashville to chicago and then from chicago to san francisco then back to nashville according to his story he was driving through the desert i can't remember if he said it was arizona or nevada but i digress It was about 10 p.m. and he had been driving for 14 or 15 hours, which is illegal, isn't it? Is that illegal? Can you only do like 12 hours a day? That was the 80s. That was Wild West. It was 10? This guy is way over. Somebody report this man. But Jesus took us back. In his exact words, there hadn't been shit for hundreds of miles but sand, cactuses, and snakes. His eyelids were starting to grow heavy. So he just pulled over to the side of the road, headed back to his sleeper, and passed out. Around two-ish, he was awakened by the sound of tapping right outside of his cab. Thinking it might be the highway patrol or the DOT, he hopped into the passenger seat and grabbed his logbook before going to see who was knocking. As he grabbed his logbook, he heard the tapping again coming from the lower glass of his driver's side door, followed by a child's voice saying, Hey, mister. We're thirsty and tired. Can we come inside? He was suddenly struck with this feeling of absolute dread. He said it was so strong he didn't even want to look and see what was speaking. Something you've got to understand about my uncle. In the entire time I knew him, I had never seen him scared of anything. Yeah, I'd seen him charge headfirst towards a guy that had a gun drawn on him. Oh, damn, this guy's a badass is heard his uncle steven seagal or chuck norris i'd seen him literally attack an alligator that had gotten too close to my cousin when we all went to vacation in florida one year he's he's a florida man one of them ones he's one of the good ones (laughs) nothing and i repeat nothing scared the man however even after this incident as he was telling the story to us you could see the fear in his eyes He said they'd tapped on the glass again and asked once more to be let inside. Against his better judgment, he looked over to the glass and then froze. He said they looked like normal kids, if a little pale, but it was their eyes. 
If you hadn't guessed by now, their eyes were solid black. He described them as seeming to have eyes, but also not having eyes, and yet felt like they were staring right through him, through his lower glass. He immediately yelled out, again, his words, Hell no! I ain't letting you little fuckers in here! He said that they stared at him, almost angrily for a few seconds, then just disappeared. Not like they turned away and walked off, or stepped down from his bottom step, but poof, gone. Wave of my hand, poof! He sat in the passenger seat for a few seconds trying to figure out what had just happened when suddenly they started pounding on the passenger side door right next to him and yelling <laughs> He said they didn't sound like kids anymore. With zero hesitation, he jumped from the passenger side seat to the driver's seat, threw his rig in gear and peeled out of there as fast as he could switching gears. He said he didn't slow down until he got to California and took a different highway back to Tennessee. He did say he saw them again later on that morning though. He said he'd been trucking down a highway for another couple of hours when in his lights he saw those same kids on the side of the road just standing there staring at his truck. They continued to stare at him the entire time as he passed them but were gone when he looked back in his side mirrors. He told us he found another gear in his truck and that he didn't even know he had. This is almost the exact story he told us one day. I'll let you be the judge on this story, if it's real or not. When you were talking about a highway, I kept thinking of that song, Tribute. What a long lyrics. time ago, me and my brother Kyle here were walking down a long and lonesome road. Is that um, Tenacious, Tenacious D? D? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking. Then we saw, they said, then there shined a shiny demon in the middle of the road. I haven't watched that movie in a long time. It's a music video. Oh, the music video? Tribute. Oh, okay. It's a song called Tribute. All right. So what's your take on the story? What do you think? Wild? Cheap? Don't believe it? It's always that same theme. That feeling of dread or like something's not right. This guy's saying he had that before he even looked. Yeah. So I wonder if if there's some kind of uh, defensive mechanism that people have built in. You know, kind of like when your hairs on your neck raise up right before you feel like something, I don't know, maybe something bad. That like fight or flight. About to happen, you know, you get goosebumps. Like that kind of like a weird sort of uh, spider sense, so to speak. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, it's like that, that feeling of dread. That's a common theme in a lot of those stories. He didn't really, ha I mean, of course he didn't get like mesmerized seems like that must happen to people that come into like direct encounter like mm. not through a barrier yeah because there are people that like open the door yeah don't let them in they just open the door like you would at your house somebody's knocking Blue. and you might look through the people what if what if you did that like what if you you were just kind of like somebody knocked on the door you're like Blue. And then they open the door and they just come in and they start wrecking shit up. <laughs> no, they won't because they don't know the secret knock. Oh. You got to put that extra one on the end for what if it to be extra secret. What if they're, uh, what if they're relatives? They're just going to come in anyway. It's true. <laughs> I don't know. Well, most people don't. Most people don't just say come in. That's like not anymore. Come in where? The house. Missed opportunity there. Sick. <laughs> but uh, most people don't say that, you know? 
when you knock or ring the doorbell. Uh, there's some like really actually I actually did listen to a Black Eyed Children uh, story on scared to death like probably this last week sometime and oh yeah I remember that one yeah it was pretty interesting some pretty, wild stuff. pretty creepy I'm just trying to trying to relate it to like in our region if there's kind of like something anything like something that you have to like let in that you have to invite. I guess we'd, we've, there's probably something out there that I'm missing that's in our region that does that that I can't think of right now. But I guess it's like tries to get in and then you just have to ignore it and then it'll kind of get angry and stuff. It's like your older brother, like Cal, you know, he'll, he'll yell at you through the window and tell you to open the door. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then you'll think it's a ghost. <laughs> That'll go down in history man, forever. <laughs> So how was that Black Eyed Children movie? Oh man, I'm trying to remember what the the um. Let let me find it really quick. Let me. Uh, there's this um, movie on Hulu that I watched like probably like a year ago, but it's called They Come Knocking, and it's essentially this this father his spouse passes away, so he takes his two daughters out into the desert to. Um, like when he first met his wife and they were dating, I think they went and stayed out there. But then he takes his kids out there when they're older just to kind of get them out of the house and kind of get them into like uh, get their minds off of everything. And when they're out there, they end up being bothered by these black eyed children that are just constantly knocking on their camper and like trying to entice them to come outside and they like mess up their vehicles and it's just their story i don't want to get into it too much i want you guys to go and watch it it's really good movie um pretty scary kind of sad at times but is it i enjoyed it yeah i think it's a hulu original okay all right so at this point i have a reddit story lined up for you jesse i'll let you take over and read it i just kind of found a random one okay this is my story it happened many years back but i had no idea there was a whole subreddit dedicated to it till now after thinking back on that crazy day lately i felt many people would love to hear this i've been raised in florida my whole life from orlando to miami this took place in orlando though in a neighborhood i lived in since i was a child nothing like this had ever happened before in that area paranormally related a lot of crime though i'm starting college now and this happened in eighth grade summer going into ninth grade I was at my old friend's house who lived in the same neighborhood. It was a very sunny day and we hung for a bit. And I started making my way back in a very early afternoon. I think like around two, not even five minutes into my walk, a small boy approaches me. He was wearing jeans and a polo shirt that had a symbol on the corner like a polo shirt would. So I thought he was from an organization. <clears throat> he handed me a card, but when I looked at him, it was uh, it was the black eyes. They were all black completely. I was taken back so much, I took two steps back and mind you, there was no one around whatsoever at all. But as soon as I got startled and realized he had black eyes, an elderly black woman appeared on the opposite side of the street staring at me she was basically wearing the same shirt the boy did and had pure black eyes too not that it matters but i just never hear stories of black-eyed people being black so i mentioned it for that reason i feel like my experience was very unique but back to the story i noticed her staring at me and this kid still tried to hand me a card but he never said anything 
and I don't know why, but I took it. And then my mom, out of nowhere, like a millisecond after I grabbed the car, comes speeding down the street. She knew I was at my friend's house, and she tells me to get in. I do, because I'm scared. And she asks if I'm okay. I'm in the car. She told me she had an extreme sense of peril and doom come over her out of nowhere at home. And she said she dropped everything, got in the car, and sped to where I was. My mother is spiritually gifted, and since she was a child, she's had paranormal things happen. Also, low-key psychic, she's a huge reason as to why I am the way I am. I love that woman. But she took me home, and I told her what happened, and she said, burn the card away from the house that the boy gave me. And she uh, burned it, and it was really just a wild sort of life trip that happens sometimes. What do you guys think that this is all about? I'm just lucky to have my mom, because who knows what the fuck would have happened. Keep in mind, Florida is a hot spot for human trafficking, but that <clears throat> doesn't explain the pure black eyes they had, the woman appearing out of almost thin air, and my mom feeling like I was in such danger that she had to get me and burn the card. I don't know if human traffickers can teleport and have pure black eyes. They could. <laughs> I should have read the one below it, because somebody corrected his writing his writing was kind of off like it was yeah. like a younger person he's younger if you notice i was having a hard time yeah his is like one long oh, run-on yeah. sentence the whole way that's hard to read yeah okay this is this guy corrected it and broke it down so it's a little bit easier to read thank god for freaking people like that that'll really <laughs> good god how yeah how did you get into college with the lack with the lack of writing skills <laughs> Here's a translation Dirt. into readable English. <laughs> Cutthroat. Freaking grammar Nazis. Anyway, um, this guy's a sick ass story. All you, all you can talk about is it's a run on sentence. <laughs> In a book case. It's hard to read it though. It's hard yeah. to get it out. Yeah, you know, I mean as far as Sorry, like, that was just a random like the first uh, one on Reddit. You're not even you don't even have a mic, Cal, so be quiet. If you want to be on, I'll give you a I'm mic. Glad you couldn't be on. Well, even at that, we can still break down that. It was the story itself was just like he had that encounter. I think people rarely encounter one kid. It's yeah, almost that, like they're always in. Seems like they're always in pairs. There's always two of them. That is true. I don't think I've ever heard a story where you see just one that I can think of. And oh. with with her mom being like psychic and kind of like sensitive to like that type of stuff. I mean, you always hear stories about that too about like people that are kind of more in touch with that side and that realm or whatever. But like, what do you think about like psychics and stuff like that? I mean, I feel like some people, I feel like it, it's like there's a small percentage of people that, yeah, maybe you can, but there, I feel like there's a lot of people that just like bait people Even and kind of, yeah, yeah, super fake in that whole thing. And what kind of psychics are we talking about here too, though? Psychedelics. That's what I'm talking about. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's some real ones out there in, in the way we're trying to describe them, you know? Yeah. Where they get their gift from or whatever, I don't know. If they're just born like that or what, you know? I mean, <clears throat> but there are people that are sensitive to paranormal stuff yeah you know gotta be like varying levels so what's the difference between like a psychic and a medium is there a difference i guess we should consult the googs huh yeah jamie look it up i think they're really close 
I was kind of thinking about that. I mean, because like she said she was with a friend and she was hanging out and uh, like her mom just kind of like randomly comes driving down like the street. So I was thinking, what if that wasn't her mom? Like, what if that was another extension of like these like spirits or something that mm. just like tried to be like, I got into your brain long enough to where I know what your mother looks like and I what your vehicle looks like to where I can pull up and have you believe that I'm your mother and you would trust me and you would jump in. But then again, I guess that kind of goes against They're the, never driving uh, cars, though. They teleport yeah, or they that. walk. They follow you. Hence the name Hitchhikers. Mm. what is it what's the what's the difference the psychic is like a person who can like feel like the spirituality like like they feel the presence like the like physical like psychic and then a medium is a person who's in between like the death and life so they can like commune with the dead oh like a mediator kind of yeah. thing oh okay so a psychic like has they, they they have a feeling you know they they're in tune with the supernatural so they can like get the they feel it like in their body and stuff and they get it but then a medium is a person who's in between worlds basically that like mm. can communicate okay all right ah do so her mom is kind of like more like fills the spirits and stuff like that like in between yeah, in between floats spiritually gifted like sensitive so probably more like psychic yeah. There's a guy here in town, remember, the the big sky medium? He's like, have you wanted to contact a loved one? He's like, kind of goes like that. <laughs> Are any thoughts of the other side? Going back, I mean, I've only heard stories I haven't heard, like, someone who has a first-hand account or like i've never heard of someone too and i don't i don't i'm not i mean if somebody has share it but i'm not going looking for it either you know because you know what happens people go looking for trouble yeah they find it <laughs> if i was in that situation whether like movie theater or if i was a trucker oh man i always think about that too like truckers just chilling on the side of the road and they're sleeping and what they encounter, like, I guarantee you there's probably, like, numerous truckers who have, like, some wild stories. Maybe they even have some black-eyed children stories. I mean, that we just now talk about one that was in the East Coast in Orlando. And we talked about another one that happened in the desert where it's, like, Nevada or what they say it could be Arizona. So, it sounds like it's more southern. So He we, said he saw it and saw them down the road, too. yeah. He's driving down the road further. He's seen, seen the, the same children's. Oh, and to add to the story I was talking about, the the PBS one with the guy in the uh, movie theater parking lot, he said that they were they were pale looking kids. Yeah, and one was red hair with freckles, and the other had like just black straight hair, but they were both super pale. When like. He kind of uh, rolled down his window and got a better it? look. It was night. It's usually night. Sometimes it's daytime, but it's usually night when they come around. Because that's when they come out to fight. And they're in sight with no light. And it's not bright. Maybe a little bit of wind so you could fly a kite. <laughs> got to keep it tight and smelling right. That's all I could think of, sorry. I just kind of thought that it would be kind of fun to talk about this topic. I mean, to you listeners, you just... If you have any type of 
stories or know of anybody who has had a run-in with the Black Eyed Children or you yourself had a run-in with the Black Eyed Children, just get at our Facebook page or just hit up our email at all lowercase letters and all put together besides the dot in the middle. So that's lifeafterdark.ladpodcast at gmail.com. So you guys hit us up there. Tell us about any type of stories. Maybe you can hit us up about just any encounter that you had, just any random encounter. Do you have anything else that you kind of want to add in before we start to wrap up the episode, Jesse? I think that if you listened until this point, thank you, but also may have, uh, by now having knowledge of them, you got to be aware. We're sorry. We're sorry that we did this to you guys, but oh no, they're at the door. Do you go that? <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah. Is there anything else nope, that you wanted to add? Home. Anything else you wanted to add before we end this? No. Anything from a last episode or previous episode? No. You didn't finish that movie, so <laughs> you got to watch that movie. The 13th, the 13th Ghost? The 13th Floor. Oh, just kidding. Yeah, you got to watch it. It's a good one. Um... <laughs> It's just, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm certain there are, there are hundreds of scary stories involving black eyed children, you know? Yeah. Kind of makes me think of like children of the corn. You remember that movie? I don't really remember watching it, but I remember like you guys watching it and you guys kind of like, it's been a long time. I only seen parts of it. I only seen parts of it. I think I remember just seeing the beginning of it and getting scared and leaving the room. Where those kids are like kind of almost like in a trance or they're like possessed or something. I don't know. Wasn't that based off like true events or something? Like, I don't some, even like know. based off like a story, just like something of like random kids. Like, I don't know. I think it was like Amish kids. I'm just kidding. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was kind of kind of a short one, I guess. We I just kind of had this idea. I was looking at uh, listening to podcasts and they were talking about black eyed children and just kind of made me want to do like think like do our talk about it too and give our little takes on it so just reach out you guys like i said to the um to the podcast and yeah even if even if it's not a story that is related to today's topic but maybe it's a story that you want to share want maybe you want us to read it anonymously yeah you know you don't have to put your name we can do that we can, uh, or you can, or you can give yourself. A cool well, you can just ask us. Like, we'll, we'll keep it anonymous. We'll, yeah, you can change names or whatever to protect the guilty. Yes, but uh, I don't know. I don't have a problem talking about stuff that I experience, you know. But uh, I do know some stories from some other people that I. I don't know. I guess We're not talking about bit, Jesse's little bit freshman year college experiences. <laughs> Happy, wow, I, never went wow, to wow. I, never, well, I did go to college, but I wasn't a kid anymore. <laughs> uh, I was an old person. Yeah. I mean, I thought this was a fun topic. I thought it was a fun episode. Like, It's definitely interesting. I mean, we could do a part two later on down the road. You guys watch out. I I guess we'll we'll try to. I'll look for some stories. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll save them up. Maybe we'll do like if you guys don't have episodes or episodes uh, stories, um, then we'll just go back to Reddit. That seemed fun reading from Reddit and kind of uh, giving def- our takes need to on find those. One with better, uh, <laughs> better grammar, better, better writing <laughs> skills though. That was a, <laughs> one long run-on sentence. My brain was having the freaking. Uh, they were probably skipping. writing it as their experience was happening. Okay. So they're like, ah, and then my mom shows up. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then. Oh. But yeah, uh, brings us to the end. 
Yeah, we're going to land this plane. We're going to bring it to a head. And we'd just like to say thank you guys for making it this far and listening to the episode, listening to our banter. I mean, um, I the last episode I listened to was our simulation theory episode. Do you have any takes on that? Did you listen to it yet? I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, me and Elaine listened to it. I and was it was, there. It was, oh. Just kidding. Yeah, Elaine listened to it. She thought it was good. I heard a lot of good feedback, so thank you guys for uh, giving the good feedback on that episode. Um, this will be like two episodes later at this point. Um, Jesse's Shadow Story will be out. So um, uh, I guess we'll give our, our takes on the Shadow Story's next episode. But um, if you guys made it this far, you are the resistance of covid uh, the Covey Wolves. Um, you guys come and uh, uh, thank you. If you guys even want to maybe come on to the podcast, you guys email us, hit us up through Facebook or on our on our Facebook page. That's Life After Dark, and um, just get a hold of one of us. Maybe get a hold of Dustin, uh, Mutton Bustin' Dustin. Um, hopefully, he'll be back this weekend for another episode of. And let's say it together, Jesse. Life after. Dark. Shoenix. You are going.